Hello and welcome to Saga Thing, where we're celebrating. Celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted us to come on real quick and uh, just acknowledge that today, uh, today's the 7th of September, uh, today we actually hit a million downloads on the podcast. A million downloads. It only took us seven years, John, but we finally did it. I mean, frankly, given the subject matter, I'm kind of astounded that we accomplished this at all. Yes, honestly, if you had told me we would ever reach a million downloads ever, or that we would still be doing this in seven years, I would have been, I would have been shocked. <laughs> like when when I we, I don't like the sound of that. You you convinced me to do this. Yeah. Did you think we were just going to do it for six months and then give up? I I was legitimately doing this to hang out with you and read sagas, John. <laughs> and I hoped that maybe someone would listen. I figured maybe someone would come along, and someone has, which is nice. And, you know, for those of you who have been with us uh, for a while, thank you so much. It's ridiculous to think that there's actually a group of people out there who want to talk about this stuff, who want to learn about this stuff, um, who aren't coming to us because we're teaching a class, but are yes. coming to us because you share our interest. Uh, and that's that's fantastic. None of you are forced to listen to us. At least we hope. Actually, Andy, I've, I've assigned this to my students a couple of times. Oh, you <laughs> so, oh, so no. some some percentage of the people who listen are, in fact, forced. Wow. Well, if you're not being forced, we really appreciate it. And if you are being forced, then we're, we're so very sorry. And also, your response paper is due on Monday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, but it, no, it, but... It's been it's been such a treat to get to uh, know some of you, to get to even to meet a few of you at various uh, talks that we've given, and to just to learn about the sort of expanded community of people who are really interested in this subject. Absolutely. So we just we just wanted to come on really quick and say uh, thank you. Yeah, our our base of saga related friends is so much broader now than it was when we started, and that's yes. One of the best things about doing this podcast is is just how many people we've got to meet either virtually or in reality. Right. And then to meet people who are both in traditional academia and are outside of it doing all kinds of great material culture stuff, art, all kinds of things that have been happening. Yeah. That we've been able to find out about. I mean, to meet people who are uh, reproducing the blacksmithing work of the Viking Age, to meet mm -hmm. people who are sailing actual Viking ships across the ocean uh, to meet people who are able to produce uh, artwork that that uh, recaptures. I mean, Andy, didn't you participate in making a uh, a sewn mural of oh. Njal Saga? Yeah, the uh, the Njalriff, the, uh, the the tapestry of Njal Saga. I mean, it's it's the the kinds of things that are out there that people are working on. Uh, yeah. To say nothing of then the actual scholarship. Uh, the people who we've met, uh, people who are expert in Lanza Meadow, are expert in the runes of the Orkneys, uh, mm -hmm. are experts in burials uh, all over the north. Uh, it's astounding, the people yeah. who we've been able to get to know through this podcast. And it, it's exciting because there's so much going on with uh, Viking Age research at this moment. That's like, right. I mean, Every time I turn around, there's something new coming out or some Andy, new discovery. Think about 20 years ago, we were in grad school trying to convince Don't anybody say that. to that's care about so, that's this. That's such a terrible thing. 20 years ago. 20 years. <laughs> it's 22 years for me. Uh, but think about, can you imagine, I mean, there are, I mean, would you say there's a book a month coming out now about the Vikings or about it seems like it. archaeology in Scandinavia? Yeah. I mean, just, it's astounding 
how the field has exploded in the last two decades. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I just got a copy of Neil Price's uh, History of the Vikings, Children of Ash and Elm, and I can't wait to dig into that one. That's that's oh, some really, really neat stuff mm-hmm. coming out in that book um, mm-hmm. that I, I would love to talk to you about in detail after I've read the thing. Excellent. Um, well, great. Yeah. Uh, I look forward to that. But in the meantime... Uh, and we had a little, little something planned. As long as we're, as long as we're just, here, just a little. Let's just be five minutes of us patting ourselves on the back and then calling it a day. Yeah, though no, this is a in, in typical saga thing fashion. We've thrown something uh, silly together for you. I don't know how impressive it will be, uh, but we're just <laughs> we decided that we're going to have a celebratory chat where we uh, we we share some of our thoughts and respond to questions that we've written for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything more navel gazing than the <laughs> sentence you just gave us. I'm the king of the navel gazers, John. Um, but yeah, so the plan here is uh, we're gonna we're gonna ask a couple of questions. It's gonna be quick fire. Uh, we're not looking to make this one take a while, uh, but just uh, a few questions kind of give you guys a sense of uh, well where we are at this point, having exactly. having been doing this for seven years. And it's a good excuse for you and I to get together uh, and Absolutely. see each other and raise a glass and cheers. Absolutely. You know, some some podcasts get uh, a million downloads per episode, but you and I, seven Those years in the lucky, making. Lucky, bastards. <laughs> cheers, uh, John. Yeah, cheers. I'm actually drinking uh, some uh, mead from Door County, Wisconsin. That's oh, been lovely. sitting in my fridge for a very long time. I am drinking uh, La La Land American IPA from Proof Brewing in Tallahassee, Florida, which I got on a recent trip to Florida um, because I there's not a lot of good beer here in Oxford, Mississippi. <laughs> and it's also poetic because my medieval take studies that, journey, Oxford, Mississippi. Yeah, take you've it, been frangered. Um, no, my, my medieval studies journey actually began in Tallahassee, Florida, when I was at Florida State. So mm-hmm. kind of poetic that I don't know why that's poetic. Not, that's nothing not poetic really has at all, Andy. Here. <laughs> There's really no that's reason a, for us to be celebrating that's, anything. That's sort of modern Rod McEwen style poetry. That's not <laughs> <laughs> no rhyme or reason. Nope. Just words. But I'm doing it anyway. That's right. <laughs> All right. Um, um, so yeah. you want to do the first question? Or you want me to yeah. do it, Andy? So here's my first question for you, and okay. uh, I'll answer. We'll answer. I think this will both answer each question. Yeah. Uh, Andy, if you were making a different podcast than this one for the last seven years, what would it be about? Hmm. See, that's really, really hard because I had the choice to make a podcast over the last seven years and I chose right. to do sagas with you and now I have to do something else. Um, I, I guess, you know, I as a medievalist, I love medieval literature and there's so many cool texts out there. I think a, a broad survey of medieval literature in the same style that we're doing now, I think would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So I guess that, but I think something, maybe I want to make money, and so maybe something more pop culturally uh, that I could put, you know, advertisements on might might work. Uh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to go with, a, a, in terms of my interest, it would be a broad survey of, right. of kind of like a great books course almost um, from mm-hmm. medieval literature. Nice. What about you? Star Wars podcast, I, would, I assume. Uh, I, would, I would absolutely still uh, need a co-host. I can't imagine doing a podcast on my own, uh, yeah, if I'm, only because... As you know, my tech capabilities are non-existent. Well, uh, you know. And so, <laughs> uh, so I think the podcast I would do would be probably a linguistics podcast with my wife. Ooh, linguistics. Uh, since, since I teach history of English language, and she teaches languages, uh, and is uh, sort of polymath when it comes to languages, Yeah. Uh, I think that, w- that would be probably something like that. Something there is a great podcast based. out there called History of English by Kevin Stroud. You- I'm sure. Oh, no, I'm sure there are other and better ones. But remember, I would have started this seven years ago. 
Oh, uh, he was already out there doing it, I think. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he does a damn fine job. That well, is a, that is a fine. podcast that I have required uh, students in history English language to listen to. Well, maybe I would see if he needs a sidekick. There you go. There you go. But you could you could expand beyond uh, English language. I there think you go. Do it a fine job. Uh, so, so what do you got? All right. Uh, yeah. My uh, first question for you, John, is what? Well, I, I think I know the answer to this, though. Uh, what significant changes have come in your life since we started making this thing? Oof. Well, I mean, for one thing, I have two kids now. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's incredible. Uh, I don't know if you remember this, but Johnny was born about six months after we started the podcast. I do remember, and I can't believe, you know, having seen him recently, how how humongous he is. Uh, I can't and, believe that we started doing this podcast while I was dealing with a an 18-month-old, uh, a pregnant wife, and a house that I was trying to remodel in time for the child to arrive. Yeah, that's, that's I insane. I don't really know what I was thinking, honestly. How about you? Um, yeah, for me, uh, lots of things have changed significantly. Uh, one, uh, I think, and probably most important, is I... I really kind of fully discovered my love of teaching as the kind of central focus of of Mm -hmm. my professional career. Um, That was something that I don't think was entirely clear to me when we first started this. Um, But uh, obviously, I think one of the biggest changes that's happened to me, uh, because I had all my kids before we started, uh, was the uh, the move from Ohio to Mississippi. Um, My wife and I looked around at the, the lay of the land in Ohio at Kent State and decided it was time to... Uh, you know, get in that boat, as it were, and sail off to the distant shores of Mississippi. I think I see the problem with what you did there, Eddie. You you took a boat from Ohio to Mississippi. I suppose you could actually. Do it was that, a stone boat. It was a stone boat, well, right? <laughs> but I suppose you actually could take a boat from Ohio to Mississippi. But I think you be could. A meandering course. It, it it definitely would be. But uh, yeah, that was a that, that's a that's a huge change uh, for I us. And so. we've spent the past two years kind of bouncing around in terms of where we are living here, just trying to establish and make sure that we uh, had a permanent permanent jobs here at the University of Mississippi and. Uh, Seemed to have secured that, and we bought a house, and we're very, very happy. We're very, very happy living here in Oxford for the time being. Huzzah! Yeah. So, yeah, that was a big one. Um, so, Eddie, uh, speaking of um, your living in Mississippi and your daily life now, um, what are you usually doing when you listen to podcasts? What? Ah, oh, that's a good question because I don't get to listen to many podcasts yeah. anymore. So but, I think you and I have this in common. We have to really struggle to find time. For yeah. This. See. In Ohio, I had a half-hour commute to work, which was great. Mm-hmm. That, I thought that was great. A uh, half-hour through rolling rolling hills in the countryside. So that was fantastic. So I listened to podcasts with that. Um, I had a, a big lawn that I liked to mow, and I would listen to podcasts while I was mowing lawn. Um, <laughs> driving anywhere in Ohio takes a while, so <laughs> I would listen to podcasts. That. So it was usually like driving, uh, mowing lawn, um, I shoveling the, the driveway in winter. So... Yeah. But Andy, that's that's what you used to do. Yeah. What see the thing about Oxford, Mississippi is you're only ever ten minutes from anything because it's <laughs> a really small place. Um, so my commute to work takes me seven minutes, and my lawn is rather small. Um, so I, I and you know when I'm at home, I, I don't have a lot of things that I'm doing where I end up listening to podcasts. Um, so yeah, no, I don't have a lot of time to listen to podcasts anymore because mm-hmm. I'm always either working or doing something else. So those quiet spaces are gone. What about you? Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, I walk the dog every day or dogs every day. Um, that's true. Yes, that's while walking, a, that's absolutely right. 
Yeah, no, I, I unfortunately, um, even that has been not so much a time for listening to podcasts. Uh, but on the plus side, I've now been able to start taking my kids with me because they've been home from school because of the, uh, yeah. the lockdown. And so um, even that now has been a sort of family event of going out for the dog walk. Right. Uh, I live in a rural enough area that I can take the kids for a walk and it's safe and you know, there's nobody else around. So we don't really have to concern ourselves with that. Uh, but it, it does mean that my 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 podcasting time has been exactly, severely curtailed. Yeah, yeah I, I don't drive to work right now. So that's <laughs> that's yeah, also a problem. It? Um, I'm, I'm finding that what I end up doing is popping in headphones when I'm filling up the dishwasher at night after my wife and kids have gone to bed. Yeah. Uh, and I'll get, you know, 20 minutes or half an hour of listening in. That's about it. Yeah, that's it. You're, you're right. The, those little chores, you, you sneak in 20 minutes here and there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it takes forever to get through uh, an episode of something. And, and yeah, I was, I was doing walking as well. Um, but when I walk, uh, my wife always comes and, and she always wants to talk to me. And so... <laughs> I don't. She's why you put headphones in and just stare off into space. Yeah, I try to get like a very small earbud so I can <laughs> listen to something while I were walking. No, I suggest you try it sometime and see if there is an look of relief on her face. <laughs> <laughs> Great. All right, I got a question for you. Another question. Um, yeah. What is your dream, John, for where we'll be in this saga thing journey when we hit two million downloads? <laughs> two million. Um, First of all, the arrogance of assuming that we'll reach two million. Yes. Um, so congratulations on that. Um, I I mean, it'd be it'd be wonderful since we're about two thirds of the way through. Um, it'd be nice to think that we'd be like either finished or just finishing up the actual sagas of Icelanders at about two million. Right? That'd be a nice kind of milestone to hit at that point. Uh, because, you know, you and I have already talked about, we've got all kinds of plans for what we're going to cover after we get through the sagas of the Icelanders. We're going to keep going? Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> um, we got all, oh, we got all kinds of plans. Uh, but, <laughs> well, yeah, we're going to so have to eventually be... hit the uh, the Faringa saga, and uh, right. lots of people want us to do that one. And we've it had requests for a number of those standalone count. sagas. Yeah. Uh, we've got the Heimskringla sitting out there just begging to be covered. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's all kinds so of so many legendary do. sagas that are uh, fantastic. Oh I mean, if you've listened to the first part of Barth Saga we just put up, you'll know that uh, that is a that kind of that kind of uh, that kind of foolishness, that kind of uh, fantasy story is very much a uh, a feature of the uh, legendary sagas. Yeah. So there's plenty of those. If you enjoy Barth Saga, there's plenty like it. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, um, but yeah, it'd be I, nice to think that we'd get to two million right around that point. I, I tend we switch over. I tend to agree with you. I mean, it'd be cool if it happened sooner. That would mean that more people are listening. But I don't know why sure. more people would be listening. That doesn't make sense to me. So <laughs> I, I'm with you. <laughs> frankly, we're, frankly, we're pleasantly delighted and surprised that any, anyone is hearing this at all. Yeah. Um, all right, Andy. You've finished your other work for the night, and now you're supposed to be working on research for the podcast. What time wasting thing are you doing instead? Ooh, see, um, and chan- I think I already know the answer to this. So I want to see if you're honest. I think chances are very good. I'm uh, if it's th- around this time of year, I'm watching a Cleveland Indians game. That's the one. Yep, <laughs> the same thing you were doing to waste time. We were writing dissertations together. I was. I literally <laughs> just watched the Cleveland Indians beat the Kansas City Royals, and I was very, very happy. Brad Hand pitched a, or he closed the game with any without any hiccups. Mm-hmm. I was very, very happy. Um, but if I'm not watching a, uh, an Indians game, I'm probably going to be playing a game on my Xbox or on my computer. Um, I've been playing a lot of uh, No Man's Sky lately, which is a relaxing game that has no point to it at all, it seems. Uh, but you can just kind of wander around and collect stuff. So uh, I'll play a game. 
Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, I mean, in an ideal world, I would say, oh, I'm sitting down and reading a book. No, uh, no. That's my, yes, but of course, that's not a time waster, right? That's that's actually something that I want to be doing, and so I never find time for it. Uh, if I'm actually wasting time, right now I'm probably obsessively reading news feeds. Uh, oh, no. You know, yeah, oh, no, I know. It's not I didn't that, say it was healthy. Uh, or um, I have been known to do very deep dives down things like uh, Wikipedia or IMDb. Uh, where I'll just kind of pursue something and try to figure out, you know, uh, what Michael J. Pollard has done. Oh. <laughs> uh, what's every movie Michael J. Pollard has appeared in? Or That's funny. Uh, what, what's Michael Ironside doing these days? Strictly <laughs> actors named Michael. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> where is Kramer these days? Michael Richards, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> so, yeah, no, I think I'm probably, I'm probably spending time on the computer non-productively. Yeah. Uh, which is not... Uh, not my ideal, but if I'm being honest, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, speaking of reading, my wife just asked a, a question uh, today, actually. Like, it, she said, if you, uh, this is a good question for, for you now. Um, if you if you weren't researching for the podcast and prepping your classes, because one of the things that English professors and I think many professors find is that the thing that they love, they don't get to read as much of anymore unless they've assigned it or are doing it for um, mm-hmm. professional reasons. Um, so if you were reading a book right now that wasn't related to your research or the podcast, uh, what would you be reading? Oh, man, that's a good question. Um, I have got a bookcase, not a shelf, a bookcase uh, in my bedroom mm-hmm. uh, of books that I've purchased and haven't gotten around to reading yet. Yeah. Uh, and I've also got a table next to that bookcase, uh, which is now half full of books that don't fit on the bookcase. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, honestly, uh, I could probably just start top shelf and work my way down. Uh, but right now, I've got a, a couple of books. Russell Shorto's uh, The uh, Island at the Center of the World. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the st- story of the Dutch Manhattan. Um, based on research that's been done on documents that have never been translated and never been sort of uh, brought into the public gaze. Uh, and it's fascinating. Um and I'm from New York originally, so of course I'm I consume anything I can find about New York. Uh, and then I've also got uh, N.K. Jemison's "The City We Became," ah. uh, which is also about New York, but is a fantasy novel uh, about avatars of the individual boroughs coming together to solve the mystery of what happened to New York. Oh, how interesting! Uh, and I'm just I'm I'm I haven't cracked the cover yet. I just got it in the mail, and I'm very excited to read it. Sweet. How about you? Well, I mean, I've got. Like you, I've got stacks and stacks of books that are waiting for me when I retire. But hopefully, I'll read some of them <laughs> before that. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think three three books come to mind. I just ordered um, and I received uh, James Baldwin's Gabriel's Room. Um, hmm. So every every time I teach this Introduction to Literary Studies class, I end up teaching Sonny's Blues by James Baldwin, which is a famous short story. And I was like, I I just love the way he writes. I love everything about that story. Um, I want more James Baldwin. And so I picked, mm-hmm. um, I read about, you know, some of his other works and, and picked Gabriel's room as a particularly fascinating, uh, uh option. So I think I'm going to dig into that one fairly soon, but, um, but that would be, I think what I would do. I've also got Anne Leckie's ancillary justice, which I've been meaning to read for, I'm not lying like seven years. It seems like mm-hmm. it, I, I, I had this book back when I lived in Ohio and it was on my, nightstand for so so long um and it's it's now sitting behind me um on a desk so that i can remember to to pick it up at some point i still haven't done that um but i know that that's a fantastic book and i want to read that 
And then I would read, um, I have George Washington's biography um, after listening to Totalis Rankium's President series. Um, back when they first did George Washington, I bought that book. I think mm-hmm. it's the uh, the Ron Chernow version of it. And I read about uh, 150 pages of it. And it's still sitting in my closet now, waiting for me to come back. <laughs> so I think, yeah. Those- Wait, you, you, you were so ashamed you hid that one in the closet? No, no. When we moved it, you know, I have a, I now have oh, a very oh, nice big closet, and there's mm-hmm. room for spare things in there, and that's where Washington nice. has ended up. I see. Excellent. Yeah. Any, um, I have one more question for you. Okay. Uh, and this requires you actually think about the things we've done. Um, what episode did you have the most fun making? <laughs> we've made uh, so we've done 118 episodes. Yeah. Uh, which one did you have the most fun making? See, that assumes that I remember most of them. I knew this would be a tough question, and for that, you. that's really hard. So it's going to have to be something more recent. I, I'll tell you so what. So, which episode did you do you actually remember making? <laughs> is uh, another way of putting this question. I I know we just recorded uh, Barth Saga, uh, that first one. So <laughs> I remember that. Um, no, I think I had a lot of fun with uh, our little series of saga shorts we did at the beginning of the pandemic here. Mm-hmm. Um, so that 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 month of every every week Quick doing fire. an episode, I thought that was fun. We did Thorstein Shiver, uh, we did um, um, the the horse cock one. What was that? Uh, Volsathater. Yeah, we did we did Volsathater, um, and then the the stuff about the the math of of, of ordeals. I mean, th- mm-hmm. those were those were a lot of fun, and there's something charming about each one of those episodes that I really enjoyed doing. So. I guess that's what I'm going to say is I, I, I'm going to go with those three of those four episodes. Mm-hmm. Three of the four. Three of the four. <laughs> Which one stank? Um, in terms of like a fun one, actually the one with the, the math, uh, uh, all, of, <laughs> all about the ordeals. Um, that part of the conversation was really fun, but the rest of that episode stunk. Uh, but the other wow. three um, wow. Foucher that we did for that section, that was those, those all were great. Mm-hmm. How about you? Excellent. Um, Do you remember? I'm say, uh, I I think um, personally, probably the one where I got the drive to Lonson Meadow. Oh yeah, uh, and talked to Loretta Decker, the granddaughter. First of all, the director of the park, but mm-hmm. also the granddaughter of the man who owned the land that um, that that Leaf's uh, encampment was found on. Um, because that was, I mean, that was an amazing trip. It was just an unforgettable trip. Uh, and Loretta Decker was a really interesting person to talk to. Um, but in terms of just, just flat out fun, probably the Thor episode that we did. Oh, yes. That was great. Uh, because um, to briefly explain this one, this is a live episode that we did back in 2017 when Ragnarok came out. Something like that, yeah. Um, and Andy and I flew down to Florida and gave a couple of talks uh, down in Florida uh, at the at the invitation of a friend of ours. Uh, hi, Michael. Um, and Colleen. Uh, but um, what was fun about it was we both arrived on Sunday having not actually seen the film. Yes, that we were going to be speaking about authoritatively as experts who've been flown in from across the country. We were coming there and we had to then get in an Uber. My first Uber, by the way. I, I haven't um, been in one since. That was the only one I've ever been in. There you go. As as the same for me. Um, and go to the, the theater, see the movie. I remember just sweating bullets, praying that there'd be something to talk about. <laughs> and then going back yeah. to the hotel and spending the next 24 hours feverishly working up a talk uh, complete with a, uh, a visual component. You yeah. had all the, the slides going. 
and just the two of us kind of writing and creating this thing and then jumping in a car and being brought to a campus where we talked about it. Yeah. Oh, that was a lot uh, of was, fun. I mean, that was it was it was like a throwback to grad school. It really you know, was. Well, like pull, pulling the all nighter, taking a break to go out to a bar and drink several beers, then go back to the hotel and work some more. It was a it was it was like a slice of a slice of our old lives. Oh, it, it sure was. Yeah, and and honestly, the the one we did recently, uh, right before the pandemic, kind of right as the pandemic was starting, this is back in February, uh, where we we met up and toured around uh, Massachusetts, looking at all oh, the yeah. different. <laughs> <laughs> different sites, the Norm Bagan, all that. Yep. That was that's so much fun. Anytime you and I can get together in person, it's always great. So yeah, and hang out. If you're listening uh, out there, once this pandemic is over, you can get two really fun guys to come together and hang out in a hotel room <laughs> in your town, and then talk to you about it. <laughs> that's right. Uh, we we really are nerds for this stuff. We'll, yeah, we'll go to Spot Anywhere and talk about it. it. Yeah, it's really really fun. Um, so yeah, and I don't know if I've laughed harder than I, I did at the go. Like since we did that episode on Airbridge Saga uh, <laughs> with the Ghost Seal. I laughed so hard during that thing, and I still laugh thinking about it. Um, that was genuine fun right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. Uh, hey, John, what if we had an actual budget for this podcast? You know, like, what if we what if we decided <laughs> of not zero? we wanted to, you know, accept Patreon contributions or have nope, commercials? No, 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 don't no, even no. suggest that. We're not doing that. I just said, what right. if, if we had a budget, that's where it would come from. Um, right. What is no, the I'm first... assuming that we'd have some kind of an angel benefactor. We don't have any angel benefactors, but if we if we wanted them, we would have to ask for them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we're not doing that again. So don't worry. Everything stays free um, and and no ads, which is really, really great. Uh, but what is the well, if you had money for this podcast, what would you what would you change? What would you do um, with the podcast I mean, itself? No vacations. It would be it would be nice to be able to start paying for things like the people who put up artwork for us um, to be able to actually like pay for music. Yeah. Um, you know, because there's, there's music that it would be fun to include in the podcast and um, you know, um, uh, the creative commons, uh, Kevin McLeod is very generous uh, in putting his music up and allowing people to use it. Uh, and it's been great that we've been able to take advantage of that, but it'd be yeah. nice to be able to spend money and actually like, you know, support people who make music and make yes. art and that kind of thing. Uh yeah, I felt and also. I felt know, very ob- sh- obviously, I'd like a, I'd like a twenty-four karat gold microphone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think that's a given. I mean, that yeah, that's that's obvious. Yeah, I felt very <laughs> sheepish uh, when we had the we had a, a year-long uh, contract with uh, Donheim to use his music, and I had to talk to his manager um, and said, like, look, we we don't have advertising. We were this is for educational purposes primarily, um, even though we're goofy. <laughs> um so yeah we we can't really offer anything if that's all right and he said yeah that that'll be that'll be fine for we'll do it for a year um and that'll mm-hmm. be good so um but i don't you know yeah that would be that would be great i think if i had um if we had money for this it would like it depends on what the amount was i would love a producer who could edit for us <laughs> because you know sometimes i tune out and miss things and and sometimes i'm i'm so busy that it's hard to do a good mm-hmm. job on the on the edit, right. um, so that that would be really really nice. And I think honestly, getting us each computers that are dedicated and powerful enough to to handle some of the things that we're doing. Um, certainly for editing, I need something slightly right. more powerful than what I've got right now. That's a, that would be helpful. That's that's a good answer because yeah, I'm using the same laptop that I use for work. Yeah. Uh, for this and yeah, it's a it's a very full laptop. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I like your answer. To hell with the artists and musicians. Uh, <laughs> I. 
Let's get laptops now. Yeah, just, I mean, you don't really need one, though. You're just recording the audio and sending it to me. I edit, and that takes power, John. Well, wait, 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 wait. I think you're also going to get a producer. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, well, you know, I don't think we can get a producer, but a laptop, that's a one-time <laughs> expense. That would be nice. He can, he can live in your closet. <laughs> you got plenty of space in there. You know, what I should do is, is start training my kids now. Say, this would be a great experience. Oh, yeah, see? Put it on your CV. And you know how you build a portfolio. There do free go. work for your father. <laughs> Exactly. All right. Uh, so you, you're done with questions? I'm all done. I'm done with questions. All right. Oh. I think we're we're all good. Uh, no, like John said at the very beginning of this episode, we are we are so thankful that uh, our audience is out there listening to this nonsense uh, for seven years or however long you've been listening. And we hope you stick around with us. We promise we will eventually get through all 40 of the family sagas and then perhaps move on to some other things that you've been waiting for. Uh, and in the meantime, thank you so much for listening so far. Um, thank you for spreading the word and letting people know that this podcast exists. Um, thank you for the uh, the questions that you send, uh, the random kindnesses. Um, yeah. You know, I've got my uh, my knit me, uh, <laughs> my my tiny knit me um, given to us uh, back in January at yes. that talk you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, that now sits whenever I record. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, no, it's been it's been remarkable to be uh, a part of a community of people who are actually into this and are as nerdy about it as we are. That's right, and that's that's why we are doing what we are doing. We wanted to share our love of sagas with the world, and I'd say so far so good, John. I'd say. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate you. Bye for now. I'm gonna go back to drinking. Again, as John said at the beginning of this episode, um, we are uh, genuinely, uh, we are genuinely, I don't know what we're genuinely, what are we genuinely? <laughs> embarrassed. <laughs> we're genuinely embarrassed that we can't talk after all these years. In over our heads.